big angle, it was still being effective, while the wing won't be, because it only have two, it should wash across the top of it instead of catching, catching, catching. Well, your other one was mounted at the rear more like a autocross style is what I would call yeah. it, right? Um, some of the dirt track stuff had that, so going from that to a wing is going to be different in what it does purely. You should see more downforce created off of a wing. Yeah. But this is With trunk. This is still trunk mounted, right? No. No? How's this one mounted? You did uprights? Building structure inside the, underneath the trunk. So we got cut up in the trunk lid? Well, I still got my trunk lid. I, I'm just gonna cut it up. It's carbon. It's a single sheet. I'm just gonna cut, keep going. So, and go. Okay. so yeah, okay. We can do that too. But the idea was to put quick pins where the uprights go into the bases. Yeah. So that way I can just pin because I can't. It's not gonna fit in the trailer with the tire racks. Anyways, the wings don't have to come off to go in the trailer. Wings suck for that. So, pins, lift off, and if I need to get to the trunk. So the latch pins are going to cost more than you pay for the wing, you know that, right? Probably. So latch pins for the back of the Apex set were $49 a piece. So two for the rear, two for the front. $200 just in pins. Oh, I'm just going to be able to adjust the angle. Oh, no, the angle, angle would just be nothing. Yeah, no, but you, you put yeah. them front and rear, pull them out, pull the wing off. Yeah. So. I was going to do just a cotter pin and a... The... Slide. There you go. Part of works too. Simple shit. Yep. <laughs> they don't need to be all fancy and cute with a little push button. Okay, so you're running counter sinks on these or just socket heads? They're just socket heads. Okay. They're button heads on there. Um, right now. I'm sure I'll get some bling. Okay, so don't <laughs> wash don't say the you like it, don't, don't say the color because you're being recorded, but I will get them painted the color. Do you want one side the color of the other side black? No, it's two. Both sides same. It's two, both okay. Sides. And the wing is actual carbon. Yeah. And it's not an Apex Auto Works wing yet. Not yet. Make sure it works. How wide is this one? This is like a six inch. Nine inches. But width wise. Oh, width wise? It's cord is what it would be called. I don't know, because it tapers like towards the end. It's APR wing then. It? It's like an APR wing. Son of a bitch. Okay. Yeah. We're making twelve inch cord wings. So whatever you feel with this, multiple well, was it squared? So that would be three and a half times, four times what you're seeing there. Yeah on a 12 inch cord just an idea and it'll be light light the 82 inch one weighs seven pounds wow i don't know if i want it super light i'm it's trying to light. add weight to this thing <laughs> i need weight well sorry josh is having the same problem right now that's nah, okay don't say too much josh hadn't called me back either so josh you need to call me uh, i'm on my way there are you now um, I'm going to finish this. I'm going to go up to Stripes, Snoko, get some ethanol. And off you go. Off I go. Somebody's texting me. It may have shut off. No, it didn't shut off. That's good. It usually does. Okay. So, um, wings. Yeah, we're making wings at Apex now. Um, it's not a wing that we made our own profile specifically, but if you hop online, you can see the cord. Um, you can see the airfoil design, um, 12 inches, 82 inches can be cut down to whatever you want, but we're starting to see these being used in drift um, this weekend. We also saw them used in rallycross uh, with purpose today for the first time, and they put a clinic 
on for those that laughed and scoffed at Arrow at autocross speeds. Um, they went extremely aggressive, old Formula SAE stuff. Um, Brianne Korn, um, Colin, and uh, the other Korn of Lone Star Rallycross put a lot of time and effort into making Miata work. Um, I did hear they had a clutch failure um, on the last runs of day one. Um, car is back together and ready to run for day two. But I believe they had a over first to third was like six and a half seconds. First to second was like four and a half seconds. So um, insane lead. Um, but get on the get on the web and look up Dynoco Miata. Um, it is impressive what they did for the downforce. And yes, they are fast. They normally are the leaders of the class. But the downforce doesn't help. Uh, doesn't hurt. I should say doesn't help doesn't hurt people were questioning how much force they're actually getting but when you look at what the formula sae numbers were at the 65 and 70 even at 40 in the dirt that's substantial it doesn't even have to be on asphalt it's it's amazing but look into your wings uh look into your arrow um for all of you that listen that scoff at arrow um, the easiest way to teach people how effective a wing can be Hop in your car, head down the road at like 60 mile an hour. Use your GPS, verify you're doing 60, and roll down that window and stick your hand two feet out the window. Play with your hand, keep it flat, turn it like an actual wing into the air, put it flat up against the wing. Passengers, no drivers only. Drivers only, no passengers. (laughs) Drivers do it. Um, Because that way you can control the speed, because you can't trust the driver, right? Um, and then for those of you questioning air movement, a couple other tricks that if you've done any internet research, you've seen this too, but, uh, once you do it, it'll open your eyes to so many things. Um, what we did was we used four inches of yarn of Kim's yarn, and then we used the masking tape, the painter's tape that we use, which is bright yellow. And we used red string on a BMW. And basically every probably six to eight square inches, we had one of those taped down. We went out and we videotaped it. This is before GoPro, that that long ago. Um, And then we went back to the house. We put the autocross spoiler on and went back out. And it was astounding to actually see the difference. And you can actually watch where the tails are going, how the air is flowing, where it's moving. The other thing I did on the front of the car was I'd use the oil. So you get an eyedropper, and basically you drop drips of oil on the car. Hop in the car, go make a couple laps, and come back in. The problem with that is, is you don't always know if it's turning left, turning right, but you can kind of figure out some of that stuff out. Most people say just drive it in a straight line and figure it out. Find a highway, put the oil on it. You know, pull the side of the road, put the oil on it. Go out, drive a mile, get back out, take a look at where the oil is traveling. I'll tell you where the air is moving on the car, and uh, you can find out some things that are actually causing a lot of drag. I also have had a good time looking at some of the new GMC stuff, uh, the GMC and Chevrolet trucks. Everybody talks about how they're so ugly. Um, Start looking at why is it so ugly? Um, Why is that flap put there? Why is there a ridge in this door? Why is there a ridge around the edge of this mirror? Um, These are all things to direct airflow to or away from things um, that basically increase mileage or Overall performance is what someone I mean, said. Look at the back of our trucks. That was the first year they put that yeah, kick up in the, the tailgate. Up, it's a reverse of a spoiler, basically. It's a lower spoiler. Pick up some of that back turbulent off the back of the trucks. 
And we're talking about the Rams 2015, 2014s when that stuff started coming out. But pay attention to the little stuff you see on a production car because there's really, really smart people behind the scenes that are building that stuff and uh, making it work. Then you got Kim with her big old wing. <laughs> big wing. So Kim's running around with the uh, STI wing from the factory. They thought it was great. How high is yours going to be on the back of the S2000? Because you haven't built the uprights yet. That's why I'm asking. There, are no, are no, you no, going high? There's uprights. There are uprights. It is just below the rear main hoop, I think. And there's two and a half feet between it? Maybe. The main, so they say that the bar air flows around the bar and comes back. It's not turbulent air, it's just drag because of it going around the bar. But the air will come right back, so you're technically in clean air in the S2000 at that point. Should work really well. Which would be interesting to see what happens because if we end up putting a intercooler on it for change supercharger, then the main hoop is basically going to get a chunk of Lexan. As a bulkhead. Yeah. For rulings. Makes sense. So. I'll give you another stupid idea we had today. So in Scott's car, we just put the chill-out cooling system in it. We put one in Audi TT. A Wicked Fab was over here today and was like, yeah, yeah, I just finished this uh, water-to-air intercooler. And I'm like, wait a second. Instead of using the buckets of ice and all that crap... We use a chill out, which gets the coolant down to 42 degrees. We're going to chill out unit through an intercooler. 42 degree guaranteed. That's the temperature running air. I just like that seems brilliant. It's only money, right? Only money. $2,300 for a kit. I think is what it is right now. But the people that are spending that kind of money for the water to air stuff. yeah. Yeah. They're spending that kind of money. And this I think you could fab up for probably another five hundred bucks after buying the kit. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm shoot, wrap the t-shirt around like it. Six hundred dollars. Yeah, oh, a little different. <laughs> You're a baller on a budget. It's different. You play with us here. It's, it's yeah. a little different. So how long is the drive to Austin tonight? It's like three hours. After day work. Yeah. And the Volvo runs now. Volvo ran this morning. I heard it. He said you need to buy one. I was like, really? One ten's like nine nine ninety nine. I can get nine. Go buy 93 for $1.50, $1.60 a gallon. It's like, damn it. Because I was going to drive it here just to shake right. shake it down. Anyway, so. you doing that rally in that thing? Uh, we're doing the Grossback Grand Prix. Okay. So it's 1.4 miles, 1.3, depending on how you measure. I'm calling it 1.3. But it is a road that runs up into a park. So it's a county road. Um, it's got two 90s in it. One is a 90. Actually, not even a 90. One is, would you call a 120? Okay. Huge decreasing but, radius, blind coming into it. But you can trailer the car to the event. Yeah, we'll trailer the car okay, to the okay. event. Yep, yep. I'm just thinking, like, geez. Now, like, it's I a two-day event. Even... Saturday's practice. Sunday's the race. Limited to 50 cars. And then they're having a... So, it's basically in the spirit of Goodwood. Okay. Uh, it will have 50 cars road race. It'll have 50 cars in the concourse judging. And then they've got, like, 300 cars registered for the outside car show. Um, where people can come in, just park their cars, and have a good time. But you have to register. Um, everything is online because of Texas COVID stuff yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. But the they've got two Amelia Isle cars, one Pebble Beach winner coming, like eight Pebble Beach entrants that are showing up. So, I mean, these are top-tier immaculate cars. 
and we've got NASCARs, we've got a Chevron showing up, uh, we've actually got three, three NASCARs showing up that are all early 60s generations. I mean, big blocks, just gonna make hell of noise. Um, couple Porsches, a um, couple MGs, um, got a Corvair Yinko Stinger, one of 13, uh, that's What's showing the up. On this? The rule set? Yeah, what's the rule set? Rule set is Richard is making the rule set. So the okay. rule set is um, pre-85. Oh, okay. Pre-85 is a rule set. bring the Honda out. Well, we talked about doing a Honda Drift demo. Um, oh. And you were like, oh, I'm busy that weekend. I have to go to St. Louis and, and put on a show. And I get that. And that's how life is. Um, go St. Louis and win. Go win, go win. Go win. Go win. So the, uh, that's the weekend you're in St. Louis for Formula Drift. But the, we're only crowning overall fastest is going to get a trophy. And then we're probably going to have a, it's either going to be a fan's choice or promoter's choice. We haven't decided yet. I like it being fan's choice. The problem with fan's choice is then we have the issue of it being the same car year after year because everybody who shows up will be invited back. This year we only got like 38 entries right now because some people are worried about travel with COVID. So we got 12 spots. We've allowed a couple cars that are later generations, but do represent other motorsports. <clears throat> so we're going to have one hell of a time. So it's got to go out well, so that way next year, yeah, when my schedule opens yeah. back up, that you're available. We're available. Well, that was the whole thing is I try and get so, you and Robbie there because Robbie's in Florida right now. He says it's really hot. <laughs> it's he hot here. <laughs> he, he says I should have bought my cool dessert sooner. Yeah. I said, well, would he went Pensacola right for yeah. that? Okay. So he, he wants to go get some seat time in over there. and Makes sense. And I'm like, I'm just going to go and just fucking send it. Yep. So we'll it's find easy, out next year. Easiest way to do it. <laughs> easiest way to do it. I don't... Um, I can say, like, what's going to be interesting is going into this following weekend at Lone Star Drift with a car. Because it's the most seat time I've had in the car going to a competition event. Yeah. But at the same time... I haven't been in competition. I'm going to be on a different tire. <laughs> Which one are you on now? I've been on the Valino, and uh, I really like the Valino. Um, I'm gonna try out Kendis. Okay. Because apparently the new tire is all the jam, blah, blah, blah. Try and see. And I gotta see what it's like. And yeah. if anything, just know what competition's like against. Know what they're running. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and we're gonna have a wing on the car, so. And I also heard That's that uh, Valino's got some new tires coming out. Valino does have some new, new tires coming new out. New sizes, new compounds, yep. some stuff that so will be used am, in road race, I'm not just drift. I'm a big fan of the Valino uh, so far with the, the Griva. Uh, the Bergia I'm running on the front of the car, which has seems to be a lot of grip still, um, which is something we were kind of lacking in the past with the front end was starting to wash out because we were dialing so much grip in and the And that back. wasn't because of so much angle in the car? No, no. <laughs> no, it was just not enough tire anymore. Like we just we were running on a two fifteen, it just wasn't wasn't enough. We were washing the front out. We needed to dial. And you're on seventeens, eighteens. Seventeens on the front, eighteens in the rear. So uh, I was talking to Mike yesterday about that, or two days ago, on the road race stuff. They are coming out with sixteen. That's good. And I'm like ecstatic because my Miata based car can't run. You run seventeens to get away with it. You can't run an eighteen or nineteen on that car. It's just yeah. massive. So and then the other. So I've been trying to get my dad on a set of Pergias, which is their 200 treadwear type. Yep. Because I really think they'll do well, but I don't know how they're going to do with heat cycle. Um, well, I mean, we run them on the front of the car. We get them heat cycle, but they don't see a lot of wear. They're still really soft. They almost feel like a Hoosier Rain 
I need to check tire size because so, that is lemons legal at 200. Yeah. I mean, that's something so, we could run out there. I'd be curious to see how they do over in a road race situation right. or an autocross situation. It's uh, all a challenge and it's all just dollars, but oh, yeah. we're all trying to make it work. Absolutely. Like I said, I, I jumped on the, the Valino train very early. I mean, I, it was the end of my season we were doing it the rebuild doing the v6 swap and all that and i found out about the valino stuff happening and i told mike i'm full in oh, man if you can match my price that i was buying kendas for like i'm all in i'm gonna give you a solid year well, it's cool to support somebody you know somebody's and, not uh, hiding behind a business no, or a mask the biggest thing was like i'm, I'm he's all, out there i told him I, I haven't even driven on a tire like you know haven't seen a tire but i was like i'm in 100 percent. like i'm gonna run them this year like i'm rolling the dice on and uh, he was kind enough to, to give me a discounted rate. And uh, I think since I was on in so early that yep. when inflation happened, my inflation did not happen for that time. That helps. That helped out. Build the relationship. That's what it's all about. But we're going to try the Kend out this weekend just to see what it does. I think I'm going to end up trading Robbie a pair or two so I can get some Bellinos. That way he can try the Kend out and I can have some Bellinos when comp time comes. Swap back and forth. Um, do we have any word on who judges are? We won't know till the day of. I have no idea of. Uh, Damn it. I don't even know if I'm going to be driving Saturday. I'm probably just going to drive Sunday. Um, depends on what. Track. I'm driving both days. Depends what track layout is. If it's the same track layout. I don't think you'll change it. If I anything, you might change the direction. Yeah. That would, that's all I would suggest to him to change is. Yeah. And that's only on this. Actually. It's hard. If, if you're running the yeah, 16, 17. Tough. It's hard to dig out of there to make it. Pass. Well, I would keep 16, 17 the same. What I was saying, I was flip the big course, flip direction on the big course, so that you're starting out in the wonky stuff and then coming out on the launch and going over. Oh, for the other guys, right? Back. The other guys. Yeah, yeah. I would keep NASCAR cut off the way it is because that's fast. It, it's so we. I drove Friday before the event last time. The other way. Here. I heard about this. And my typical path of practice has always been gut check 16, 17. That's just, it was very similar to Texas. Closest I could get to running Texas to go practice for high speed stuff. John Texas Motor Speedway? Yep. So it was very cool to have that. Okay. Dinner? It's very fast. It's very high commitment. Launch chicken. Sure. But it is technical in a way that there's a lot of commitment and you got to pick your slowdown time. That's the technical aspect of that track. Carefully. Now. I've been wanting to, and I haven't, just because I haven't had time to do it. So we started at Gut Check, ran into NASCAR, and then dialed into Turn 1, back on Pitwall. Yeah. And that is probably the funnest section I've ran hmm. on our And NASCAR cutoff NASCAR. has banking, has camber gain. It does, but it. not huge. So, so you can see that driving... You can see on it. it near it, so I figured it so was like, got to be four going or five. In, so Robbie found out real quick it does, it does not have enough for, <laughs> to hold you onto the track. So I went in and uh, entered, and you kind of float up onto that edge, and it's got enough there. If you're on the right line, it'll kind of hold you in there. The thing that's crazy is it's a decreasing radius that direction. By the time you get to the Before end, it's slowing speed. Absolutely, I mean, but you're not. That's the thing with the drift car. You're not really slowing down because you're pinned the entire time. So I was running. Well, maybe you're not slowing down. Maybe I'm not slowing down. A 240. I don't know. I'll so bash I'm on 240, the, 240 slow down. So. 
I'm running that into you float into the outside zone, so the outside of the bank, buried the top side of the banking. You float into there, and then as you exit onto the main track, I was hitting as an inside clip. Huh. So you dial all bunch of angle in at the end, grab your inside clip, float around, float around. But by the time you get to the end of NASCAR, you're going so fucking fast <laughs> that it's like you've gotten there so quick. Okay, so so define so fucking fast for those people that don't want it. So, but before we preface this, those of you that are listening that are maybe an autocross or a lemons person, and maybe you've seen Drift on TV, you have a clue, but you have to understand, we're talking about basically being 60, 65 degrees sideways in a car. This setup for it, don't get me wrong, but is at what speed in NASCAR at the end? Estimated. So, my estimated speed probably to Speeding NASCAR towards a end. concrete wall. So, entering into that turn at like 92, 93 mile an hour, I think, is where fourth gear tops out. Yeah. And we are limiter, limiter, pedal it, and grab a handbrake just to set the car over because you can't clutch kick because you're already at the limiter. Already there. Yeah. So, you got to slow the car down. So, grab the handbrake, pitch it over, so stand dri- back on the gas. Drive towards a concrete wall sideways at 90 mile an hour, tap the handbrake, and drive straight out of it. Yep. And then it's, you, it's not from that point drifting is not what you think and it's back on throttle as much as people want to scoff about because it because man if you're off throttle the bank isn't enough and you'll slide off the end of the track <laughs> and with the way my car is set up and a lot of the gripped up cars if you're not on throttle you're not the thing is either going to want to skate off the track or straighten that's just how they that's how much grip's dialed in these yeah. things so you get back on throttle you manage where you are with the left foot brake and you drive yourself through there. So I would think we're probably averaging 50, 60 mile an hour through there. We might. It's, it, it's a lot of mile per hour sideways. It really now, is. Going the other direction, I would think I'm probably about 96, 98 mile an hour before I get to gut check. I was say, I, I've watched you guys enter through 16 yeah, yeah. or 10, I guess you call it. Uh, 17. 17. The speed entering is just mind-numbing from the outside. Good, and there's a mind-numbing. You watch a road race car enter the corner. They're on the brakes, you know, 200, 225. Some people, maybe 100 100 yards. You guys aren't even pitching the car before that. No. It's just, it's... And you've got to have a comparison. I think that's maybe something that we should remind Aaron about is when, when these events happen, like you see that track... It's amazing to see a drift car go around the track. Don't get me wrong. It's amazing to see a road race car go around the track. But when you compare the two, it's like, holy shit. It's it, both motorsports, both doing the same thing we love on the same facility. But look how different they look. Oh, absolutely. And it's, so, you, you got to take it into perspective, too, for the rate of diesel that we have. You're in a road race situation. or you know, trying to put a lot of time not be down. that sideways. Your braking is essentially in a straight line. So you really have braking force of, you know, your front tires mainly, a little bit in your rear. But that's part of what the shocking part is, is we're used to seeing cars decelerate at X. You're driving to Z almost back to ABC before you guys even pitch the car. Well, because we're pitching the car. I get it. So you now have a friction force of four tires sliding sideways. Essentially, depending on how much counter steer you throw into it, 
what your steering geometry yeah. is. My car scrubs very little off the front wheels, and it was made to be that way because yeah. we were washing the front out so much. So we wanted to add more grip to the front, so we let that kind of roll on through, and so it's not scrubbing the front as much anymore. All of our scrubs are on the back wheels. It's uh, so. it's a challenge. My point is, guys, get out and go see a drift event. Um, if you are local to Houston, come down and watch Lone Star Drift next weekend. We're also running an SECA time trial and track sprint that morning. Uh, so 8 to 2 is SCCA, and 2 to 8 is going to be Lone Star Drift, uh, both Saturday and Sunday. Jeff and Robbie will both be on the scene. I'll be there. Zach will be there. Lance should be there. Daryl, Fergie, um, everybody but the painter Scott should be on site. So uh, come out, say hi, shake babies, and kiss hands.